You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to this month's feature series, Focus on Medical Education. What exactly is a Microsoft Health Vault and how will it help us? You are listening to a special segment on health education on the Clinician's Roundtable. My name is Dr. Larry Caskell. I'll be hosting today, and my guest is Dr. Bill Crowns, who is the Senior Director of Worldwide Health for Microsoft Corporation. Dr. Crowns, welcome to the show. Thanks, Larry. Well, uh, it sounds very secretive or bank-like. What, what is the Microsoft Health Vault? Well, hopefully it also sounds very secure. Um, Health Vault is actually a new service we launched here at Microsoft on October 4th of 2007 in Washington, D.C. is where the announcement was made. People can check it out. It's www.healthvault.com. What's it about? Well, you and I have talked in the past about how around the world, basically, whether we're talking about the kind of system we have here in the U.S. or government-funded systems around the world, the bottom line is that increasingly consumers are going to be taking on more personal responsibility uh, for the cost of care or more personal responsibility for taking care of themselves. In our highly complex, fragmented healthcare system, it's really hard for people to kind of get their arms around all the things they need to do that. And at Microsoft, we're really dedicated to improving health around the world. And so with Health Vault, we've launched basically a operating system, a platform, if you will, where people can search for health information, uh, securely store and uh, share their health information, and uh, also a service that allows them to uh, connect with devices they might bring into the home, for example, peak flow meters, glucometers, so forth, upload that information, store it in their health vault, and make it available to their uh, physicians or other medical providers. Right, let's, let's go through the reality or the actuality of, let's say someone logs on to healthvault.com and they set up their own personal history, they store it, and let's say they download it onto a CD and they bring it to their doctor, and the doctor opens it, what form does it open up in? Well, actually, they certainly wouldn't even need to download it to a CD. I mean, they can give their physician permission to view their data. Okay. And, and again, I, I, I want to state a couple of things, first of all, because you may have international listeners, and, and currently the Health Vault service is available to U.S. residents only. We purposely launched it here in the U.S. And secondly, this is the early days, I think, of what is going to be a, a very exciting time in the development of the personal health record and consumer engagement to all of this. Uh, today, consumers can establish a health vault account. Um, this is uh, basically a storage place. The press actually kind of got it wrong when we first launched Health Vault. I, I read headlines that said Microsoft had launched a personal health record. And actually what we launched was a platform, if you will, where the personal health record can live. So basically today, I mean, consumers can upload their information. It can be, even be faxed information. It can be images. It can be anything that they have that is about them and their medical record. And there are some, of course, tools and forms and things that help them aggregate and, and, and store this information. There are security features and sharing features that allow allow them to give access to this information to whomever they want to give uh, access to. They have the ability to also search for health information. In Health Vault Search, what we've done is uh, through an acquisition we made called MedStory, we've really refined the way, you know, there's 8 million people a day uh, searching for health information on the internet just here in the U.S., and uh, what we wanted to do is make sure they got highly qualified, very relevant information. So they'll find when they use Health Vault Search that they'll, they'll really be kind of an entirely new search experience. 
what will pop up when they search for a medical term will be basically a, an overview article from a highly qualified source. There'll be some other web links. There's something called the topic dashboard that allows them to refine the search along the use, whether it's medications or alternative health services and this sort of thing. There's a way that they can actually store their searches uh, privately in their Health Vault account. And then there's also for certain topics, there's a, a place where you can act on that information. So in other words, if there's a book or a web service of some kind that's, that's related to that, you can act on that and sign up for something, get some more information, sign up for a service. So does any of that cost money? Actually, Health Vault is free. It's not only free to consumers, but it is free to developers. It's free to partners. It is a platform for a whole variety of web services around uh, health and uh, health information. If I were an insurance company, I would be very interested in that Health Vault. I would try to tap into that vault. Well, in fact, it's not a matter of them tapping into it, but... Uh, hacking in. <laughs> or hacking in, because that's not going to happen. But there are a number of provider organizations. There will certainly be a number of plan organizations that will be working with us that will help populate a consumer's health vault account. And, and that's sort of the idealized scenario is I could make an analogy to sort of the, the history of the automatic teller machine. You know, when we first had automatic teller machines, we could check our bank account. You couldn't do much else. And they were interesting, but not very interesting. When they became highly transactional, when you could, uh, you know, move funds around and do everything, basically all of your banking uh, in sort of an online or kiosk type experience, then the ATM became a, a very compelling device and, and uh, technology and not too many of us probably interface with tellers a whole lot anymore. To use that analogy, where we're going with Health Vault, obviously, is we would like the consumer's health information to be uh, auto-populated. So if your provider organization uh, is on the Health Vault platform, then that portion of your medical record that uh, you need to see will be automatically populated, your lab information, your radiology information, et cetera, from all the providers that you might encounter. And likewise, your, your prescriptions, your medications, and information that might come from your payer. So that's where this is going. We're not there yet, but like I say, we'll be making some exciting announcements in the coming months as well. How does the data get stored? Let's say I have faxes from all my different physicians and I load them in. Does it get changed into a digital format or are there just a whole bunch of faxes sitting in there? The nice thing about it is we don't restrict you to a particular format, basically. So in other words, you can, you can store images, you can store fax documents, and you can store digital information as well. The other thing that you can do that I alluded to is this idea of the Health Vault Connection Center, which basically you're starting to see a lot of devices come on the market. And we're working with partners that include LifeScan and MicroLife and Omron and, and Polar uh, and others as well. You purchase one of these heart rate monitors or blood pressure cuffs or glucometers or spirometers. And as you know, these devices, of course, have little chips in them and they can store information. But with Health Vault, we've made it very easy for the consumer. So you can basically download some drivers and that device will sync to your computer and upload your data. And you can graph it and chart it and study it and share it also with your sure. healthcare providers. I could, yeah, I could see them just sending me an email of all their sugars or of all their blood pressure readings. And I can just say, OK, up your dose, decrease your dose. Don't need to come in. That's certainly the idea, and I don't want uh, our clinicians out there to think, because I know, I know what they're thinking. <laughs> right. Oh, my, don't, God. Oh my don't God. Overwhelm, don't overwhelm me with information, right? However, I think what they will find is that actually this sort of empowers the consumer, first of all, to or the patient, to be able to kind of keep track of their information over time. This is especially targeted at people who have chronic diseases and people who are the home medical manager, uh, which, quite frankly, is often the woman of the household who's keeping track of kids' health and immunizations and so forth. How many times do you have to fill out those crazy Right. forms for, right. you know, for schools and so forth. And this is a way to uh, very quickly breeze through that. And, and who among us can even 
remember off the top of our heads our, our immunizations and medications and some of the things that we need to know. How does your health vault differ from what Google's working on? Well, first of all, I, I think we may find that we're offering similar services. I think Microsoft was kind of a first to market in, in this regard. Companies such as Microsoft and Google, and I'm sure there will be others as well. I mean, healthcare is a big, complex industry. I think it's exciting, quite frankly, that a number of companies are getting in this space. I, on my health blog, uh, wrote an article a while back that said uh, it was kind of in reaction to a Wall Street Journal article on this topic of, you know, why is it that the global technologies companies are playing in this space? And my, my, my retort back really was, well, if not the Microsofts and Googles and companies of that like, who will do this? And I think uh, as we're seeing uh, consumer confidence and consumer adoption uh, of this is really exciting. Uh, people have been establishing lots and lots of health vault accounts. Uh, more and more partners are are joining up with us uh, every day. And uh, so I think it's terrific that companies like Microsoft, like Google, and others will be in this space. How in control are the, are the patients of their data? I would imagine they're 100% in control of the data that they're putting in their health vault. They are uh, totally in control of that. And in fact, uh, you know, our, our privacy commitment, our commitment really to the patients is that, first of all, the Microsoft health vault record that you create is controlled entirely by you. Uh, number two, you decide what goes into your health vault record. Number three, you decide who can see and use your information on a case-by-case basis. And fourth, uh, we at Microsoft will not use your health information for commercial purposes or any other purpose unless we ask you and you clearly tell us that we may. Privacy and security, as you can well imagine, with health information is, is paramount. Although we take privacy and security very seriously in all things that we do here at the company uh, in establishing health vault, we are taking extraordinary measures. Do you see any unintended consequences of the health vault that you haven't even anticipated yet? <laughs> You know, I, I, I really can't think of unintended consequences. I mean, should there be, you know, a breach of, of our system or anybody's system out there, one would be concerned about unintended consequences. And particularly as we get into the era of, you know, personalized medicine and genetic information and so forth. But by and large, I think the greater good is we've been talking for years about giving people the information that they need to make intelligent decisions about their health. Uh, you know, sort of empowering them with the information and the tools and the technologies to make lifestyle changes and other changes and better compliance with medications and all of this. And yet, historically, we just have not delivered that. And what I'm seeing in health vault and services like this is an era when consumers finally will begin to be able to get their arms around their health information. And after all, it is their information. Right. Uh, and uh, use that information to benefit uh, their health. Does this tie in at all, you know, thinking futuristically about, you know, years ago they were talking about putting little rice chips, I think they're RFID, RFID. right in, you know, underneath people's skin with their health records. <laughs> and then they check into the ER and you basically get all of their records. I mean, is there any desire to tie into that or is that too we politically should, incorrect? I mean, you know, whether it's politically incorrect or not, I mean, I think that's a decision that, you know, each and every consumer would have to make for themselves. I mean, the technology is certainly there. I know there are lots of scenarios. In fact, on my travels, was recently hearing while I was over in the UK about a very controversial program to basically tag prisoners mm -hmm. uh, with RFID chips. Regardless of how you feel about that, I mean, we have the technology, and I can think of scenarios in healthcare. Um, I've shared with people on my blog and uh, personally about my own family's trials and tribulations with the uh, current going through the final stages of Alzheimer's diseases and some of the challenges dealing with, with patient populations that are suffering from dementia. And I think, you know, in certain circumstances, and I think there will be some individuals with 
chronic medical conditions or others that as this technology becomes refined, they may decide that they would like you know, their loved one or themselves to be implanted with a chip that would contain their medical information so that first responders would, would have all their information. That is one scenario that could play out for some people, but I don't think it's anything you know, that uh, I would want to see a, a vision where the consumer, uh, the patient, is in control, and that's a matter of personal choice. And in your travels around the world, are there countries that are, are actually using RFID with the not, entire not, population? Not, so I'm not seeing you know, government-mandated uh, implantable chips, certainly, nor do I think that that will happen, uh, at least in the near term. What we are seeing, of course, is a lot of that kind of technology that is uh, in health information cards and even our passports, of course, are, are chipped these days. So in countries, I can think of uh, initiatives going on in places like Spain and Singapore and elsewhere where the health card you carry mm-hmm. is embedded with this information and first responders and others can basically have access to that information that's part of your health record. Bill Krauts, thank you so much for coming back and sharing what's new at Microsoft. My pleasure, Larry. Take care. You've been listening to a special segment on health education on the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. If you visit us at our website, ReachMD.com, you can now check out all of our shows and download them on demand. Thanks for listening. Tune in each hour for the ReachMD feature series, Focus on Medical Education. We thank you for listening to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals.